The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is presented by DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code WMVP. Tune in every Friday for the official Waddle and Sylvie same game parlay on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. 21 years or older, Illinois only. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash football term. Uh-oh. Guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Guess what today is. It's Wilbon Day. Woo-hoo! Chicago native Michael Wilbon, host of Pardon the Interruption with Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. Try Michael Wilbon usually on Wednesdays, but we have him today. It's brought to you by Waddle's guys over at Hawk. HawkAuto.com, Ford, Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Subaru, Cadillac, Mazda, and VW all in one place. HawkAuto.com, where Chicagoland saves big, and Northwestern Athletics. And speaking of that, I wonder if there's some some nerves. Any nerves, Mike, about what the Wildcats have in front of them? No, I think I spent it all yesterday when I saw Kevin Durant slip. Oh yeah, and go down to the floor here in Phoenix. I'm still I'm out here in Arizona, where there was pure delirium over his debut that lasted until about an hour before the game when the slip happens, and now, I I mean, there's pure depression. I don't know how you can really come to any conclusion other than it's it's over for the Suns, because you you can't just walk, even if if he can play in the playoffs, you can't just walk off the street and play with a new team you haven't played with. It doesn't work that way. And so I'm I'm so consumed with that, I haven't even gotten to the Big Ten tournament and the NCAA tournament, which I will, I'll turn, I'll turn that, turn to that. Tomorrow. Speaking of of the Durant injury, Mike, has there been any update on how severe it is? Are they still waiting on the return of the MRI results? Four to six weeks. Oh, okay. So weeks. I hadn't seen that. that. So it's four to six weeks that he's out for sure. Wow, that's not good. Yeah, no, it isn't. It's a, it's a it's a season killer. Mm. Uh, that will be the case for anybody and their best player. You know, and and in a best player that you're trying to incorporate into everything new. Like, Monty, even even if he was healthy, they were going to need him to play all those 16 or 17 games remaining on the schedule to get him in position, get that team ready, rotations, and just feel for each other. And so now they don't have that, and I don't know how you get, I don't know how you get past that. I really don't. Yeah. And a later note, uh, will you loan him your scooter? <laughs> um, well, LeBron is on a scooter. If you looked on my Instagram page, yeah, I talked about it. Um, you know, LeBron and I were only thing we've got in common. I hope Kevin doesn't need it, um, but he might. He, if he's got a boot, he may need the scooter. Yeah, get a scooter races. You, LeBron, and KD. Yeah, who's got the best? Scooter? I don't like my. I don't like my chances. I don't think you're going to Vegas with that. <laughs> It, yeah, I, I I hated to see it happen. That's awful. I mean, he's had like he gets beaten up so much. I th- I think personally unfairly in a lot of the instances. Whether like when he wins, he gets beaten up for winning because he the team that he chose, and then people say he wasn't the driver of the bus, but yet he still was their best player. Um, and, and and then it's just. Uh, left and right, I feel like KD gets beaten up, and then finally he's ready. He's away from the the whole Kyrie stuff and ready to go off the injury with Phoenix, and that happens, and it's such bad yeah. luck. Yeah, it is. It is. It rearranges the league, the playoffs. 
Um, you already got a you already got a playoff where you're not going to have John Morant, probably the most exciting young player in the league. You're not going to have him. You think I so? Mean, people can say four games. Yeah, people can say four games if they want. Um, I hear and I completely understand that you're not going to see John Morant again anytime soon. Really? Um, is that going to be league mandated, or is that going to be his pulling himself away? I don't from know him. that it needs. To, I don't know that it makes a difference. Mm-hmm. Um, if, if he needs to be on the sideline, tending to his own personal life and trying to get himself together, I don't care whether it's a suspension or voluntarily. I don't. And maybe some others will. But um, it doesn't sound like you're going to see John Morant anytime soon. As a grown man with a ton of experience, Mike, if they asked you for your advice, would you say that this time away from the court is something that is going to be very beneficial to you and it's something that you should do? Well, it's something you should do. I don't know if it's going to be beneficial. I mean, how delusional is he? You, you, you go to a strip club at 3.30 in the morning with a gun, you're delusional. It's not just, oh, you know, he's got a problem, he needs help. No, you know, he's got more than that. And so I, I don't know all of what his problems are. Um, but I, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, yeah, I expect that this will clean it all up. I'm not one of those guys. I think mm-hmm. people have to work really hard um, and in detailed ways to to get themselves back on track when they have something like But that. you do believe And I don't that, know him well enough. Okay, I was just going to say, though, but just in general, you do believe that we may look back in time a couple of years from now and look back in this and say this was the moment where, you know, he actually gathered himself at the moment and turned his, himself around. We may. Yeah. Or we may not. Right. I mean, he's got, you know, he's going to lose. Okay, so Derrick Rose's Adidas contract, which he signed in like 2010 or 11, that contract was worth $200 million in 2010 or 11. Right. Imagine what Jaws Nike contract with a shoe to be released next week. Imagine what that was going to be worth. Wow. And now you can't release that shoe. You can't put his face on a, a Powerade bottle. That's hundreds of millions of dollars. Yeah. Now, if that alone couldn't motivate you to be less delusional, what the hell can we count on and will? I hope it does, guys. I hope yeah. it does. But I, I'm, not, I'm not sitting here counting on it. I'm not sitting here banking on it saying, yeah, two years from now we're going to look back and John's going to be fine. I'm not, I'm not that guy. I'm a little more skeptical than that. Yeah. Michael, um, Greeny was saying on his show a couple of days ago that on Saturday night you were basically talking to everyone you know in the NBA, both past and present. You have all these contacts. Everyone respects you. What do, you, what do, what do they tell you? What do you believe happened to John Moran? We had this discussion with you last Wednesday before this even happened. We brought this yeah. up with you. With all these whispers about what was going on with John Moran. He seemed like the most likable guy on and off the floor. We truly don't know these guys. What has happened with John Moran? Charismatic, Sylvie. Charismatic, man. Like, you, if you talk to him, he's engaging. He's not looking at his cell phone and paying no attention to the conversation. No, 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 no. Um, But... You know, you start to, you know, I've heard all kinds of things now in the last week or so since this all went down about just a brazen attitude, arrogant attitude, 
not listening to people, bad advice. Um, and you look at it, you know, certainly bad judgment. I mean, what is he doing? I mean, what's he doing? Who's he listening to? And what is his team? Where's his security detail? Right? I mean, I've talked to people who are involved in security. I'm talking about retired law enforcement officials from the highest levels in this country. And they have said to me, yo, man, this kid is out of control. He's been out of control. We, I, we knew about this for weeks. And there were months. And there were people who did tell authorities, whether it's with the league or with the Grizzlies, that Ja was doing stuff that they didn't particularly like. But they weren't working for the Grizzlies. They are working for other people. They would be at a, a night spot or a hotel or a lounge, and they could say, hey, I'm here with my guys, but I'm, let me just tell you what's going on. Nobody was listening. Mm. So I don't know. What, what makes, like, who would think that this is the recommended path? Nobody. Right. Forsake tens, if not hundreds of millions of dollars? Really? You can't win that way. You can't win a title that way. So it doesn't help you on the court. It kills your life off the court. It kills, I mean, generations of people that you are influencing. They're your family. And you're just giving it away. So you can do what? Throw up some gang signals with your hands? So you can have a gun. You can get shot in a club. So I don't know that anybody has the answers to this. The only thing you have the answer to is you know it's sad. That this young man who's got this kind of charisma and this kind of future and this kind of talent can just squander it like he is. And you just hope that somebody can get to him yeah. um, before it's too late. Yep. Yeah. At the moment, this is a very sad story for sure for the reasons you mentioned. Yeah. Hey, uh, Mike, what do you make of the news today we hear that Lonzo Ball is facing a third knee surgery? That the the... the the conversations we heard back in the early winter and late fall about Lonzo Ball perhaps not playing again must be true. I mean, you've got to have third operation on something that's not. It wasn't a major reconstruction, but this, this is a serious issue. And he's a professional athlete. He's a basketball player. He's, his entire being is tied to jumping and cutting and stopping and Violent movements on that knee. And it's just sad. That's sad, too. Different kind of sad. Right. But, you know, I was thinking about it the other day. I was thinking about, wow, if the Bulls had drafted Halliburton instead of... Uh, um, Patrick Patrick Williams. Williams. Patrick Williams. Then they never would have signed Lonzo Ball. And they would have, you know, they'd be in a completely different position now. The Bulls are just... They're 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 angering to watch. You know, if you go out and you you play a game like you did at Denver last night, and then you you can't beat Indiana, you can't beat the Wizards, you can't. I mean, it's just they're they're difficult, if not impossible, to like. It, it's almost it almost accentuates the anger even more by winning a game last night this late in this in the in the season like that, doesn't it? Right. Like all these yeah, because then I hear you know Stacey King and everybody has to ask. Zach Levine live on camera. Well, what does this mean for the future? It doesn't mean a damn thing. Nothing. It doesn't mean jack. Because they're not going to come out and pay attention to detail and play as hard as they can. 
the next game or the next game. They're not. They haven't done it. Yeah. We're 70 games, 68 games in, whatever it is. They're not paying attention. The performance they wasted last their night, season and wasted ours. Yeah, their performance last night, although one that, as we have you know, been critical of them, was very impressive last night, but it's diminished based on their lack of continued success. And I'm not going to lie, Mike, my first thought is, well, Denver didn't really look like they wanted to be there last night, which, I mean, I don't know if they wanted to be there or not, but that's kind of my approach now when the Bulls win a game and play well. It's attached to the fact that the opponent really didn't show up. That's what no, they let me no, with. No, no, Denver was something like hadn't Denver won nine home games in a row, and no, Denver had the best home record in the They've league. Only no, lost no, no, five no. home games all year. Okay, this is about the Bulls, not about the opponent. The Bulls want to play some nights. The opponent has their attention some nights, and some nights the opponent doesn't have their attention. That's the deal. Mm-hmm. Look, the only thing I got right about this whole season, the only thing is I said to you guys, I want to make you guys find it at some point. I said to you guys in November, this may be the season we're stuck with, where they're going to have some of the most impressive wins of the season and some of the most disappointing losses, and that's who they are. They're, they're, they're hard to like. I don't like them. I, I found myself, I turned away from the game. I wanted to turn over and see the Suns playing hard without Kevin Durant. Uh. I didn't want to see the Bulls the best win go of the year. through the motion, you know, go, you know, rev it up when they want to. Concentrate when they want to. Play defense and have attention to detail when, when you know, if they like doing it that night. They're really, really, um, they're in the top three or four disappointing teams in the league, and I find it impossible to like them. It's a great point. Hard to yeah, yeah, you send that over to 1901 West yeah. Madison. Um, I, 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 we, we have talked a lot about the stats that I got from ESPN Stats and Info about Zach. Um, it's because of the eye test, and it's because of a friend at dinner said to me, Selvi, Zach just doesn't look like a winning player. And a, and a friend, yeah. and we've talked a lot about this. And Zach's been scoring a lot, and he's been playing better basketball as of late. But my friend said to me, he doesn't look like a winning player. And he said, Sylvie, where does he, where currently with current NBA players does his winning percentage fit in? And I go, that's a great question. Let me go to my stats guy and figure it out. So I went to one of our ESPN stats and info research guys. And sure enough, Michael, I don't know if, if this would surprise you or not, Zach Levine amongst NBA veterans who have played at least 500 games, has the worst winning percentage in the entire league. The entire league. And in NBA... That's a find. (laughs) And in NBA history, he he has the 19th worst win percentage in the 75-year history of the NBA of players who have played at least 500 games. Oh, my God. So that's that's earth-shattering. That's a wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's earth shattering. Yes, he's just not. You look at the clutch time things, and I don't. I'm not a big. You know, I hate most analytics, but you just look at the games. He's not a guy you want taking the last shot. You don't even want him getting the ball inbounds. So how many times has he blown inbounds plays this year? A bunch with a game on the line. I just don't. I, I don't want him. And now you've got to you pay him two hundred and fifteen million dollars. Don't want him. I, I I don't want to sound like Mike Singletary, but. Um, can't win with him. You can't. You can't. Not unless he's your fourth best player, and he's not willing to be that. 
What about? He's not willing to be your fourth best player. What about what about the Zaka fans that call in and they say he is just a product of his environment and he was on a rebuilding team in Minnesota and he's been on a bad Bulls team for many many years. Okay, fine. Then he's not he's not any good at that level. He's not a max player. He's not. You're not going to win with him as your best or second best player. That's not going to happen. And you're paying him like your best player. So he's not. This is, this is not arguable. I would just say to people, answer my question or shut up and hang up the phone. Answer my question. What's happened with him, the best player on the team? What's happened? They're not, six, he, he can't be it. They're six games under five hundred. they They're not. I mean, you know, there was a period last year in which it worked, and I don't know how it worked so well when it did. But. You know, that team, that thing's got to be blown up now. Uh, to the right? end, yeah, yes. I, well, I mean, we were expecting something to happen at the trade deadline, and nothing did. Now uh, the offseason, major overhaul. Yeah, you would think. Um, segwaying to the NFL, Mike, are, are, you, are you interested at all in this quarterback carousel that's spinning? No. <laughs> no, because Aaron Rodgers is, I mean, could he have a... Could he have a Brady-like one season with the Jets? I guess. I guess. But this other stuff, you know, this, 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 this mania, breaking news over this Raiders dude whose lifetime record as a starter is 63 and 80. So when I tell you guys, people, don't, people are not discerning. All they want to do is have football. When I tell you guys that, there's no arguing, okay? Because he's not... What is it? He's Zach Levine. Right? Breaking news. Quarterback to the Saints. So, not everything is important. Not every piece of information or movement is important. That quarterback going to the Saints is completely irrelevant. Is it news if Rodgers goes to the, to the Jets? Oh, hell yeah. Sure, because Rodgers is one. Rodgers right. is not 63 and 80. 63 and 80, Tommy. I know. But you know, so what we, 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 we love our NFL. It's the starting quarterback that's my, on 32 teams. That's my point all the time. People will do anything for the NFL. Yes. They're not discerning. I, but that doesn't mean I have to follow them and be a fool and make a big deal. What's the kid's name who's going to, uh, from, oh, from Vegas to Derek, Derek Carr. Carr? What's his name? Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Derek Carr. Really? This is this is like uh, World War II headlines. Stop, just stop. <laughs> no, so I don't. You know, I Aaron Rodgers. If wherever he lands, I will. If he lands back to Green Bay, I won't really care as much. What's the bigger story in your opinion? It's where Aaron Rodgers ends up, or is it where Lamar Jackson ends up? Uh, uh, Lamar Jackson, because he's got more years. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wouldn't pay Lamar Jackson north of 180 guaranteed. He's been hurt two years in a row. So you don't buy the collusion and so you can stuff. have people. you can have people, very smart people, like Bart Scott sit there on television all day and say, it's collusion. So, so, so in other words, you'd rather be accused of, you, you, you'd rather pay somebody an unnecessary ransom than be accused of collusion because this dude has missed the last two seasons at the end of the season when you need him. And 
his franchise has won two Super Bowls without him. Or a quarterback nearly that impressive to the marquee. They won with Trent Dilfer and they won with Joe Flacco. So why the hell do they need to pay somebody $180 million? And if Bart Scott was setting the budget for that, he wouldn't stand for it either. Yeah, I can make a case as you, Mike. Listen, I'm a, I, I'm a, I admire Lamar. I think he's a very talented player. I think that, you know, one of the most exciting players in the league. But as you mentioned, he has missed the last five games in each of the last two seasons. He's missed time. Why he's, am I paying him? Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. look, I, I'd like to. I, and I think, I don't know the specifics. I think the Baltimore Ravens did give him an offer, but it wasn't one that eclipsed what Deshaun Watson got. I have reservations for a quarterback that has been hurt and plays the style that he plays, that if I give him $250 million guaranteed, that is a huge chunk against your team's salary cap if, in fact, that player can't play. That's right. So before I scream collusion, I can make a case. If I can't make a case for why I can understand why someone would be on the fence about giving someone, you know, the largest guarantee in NFL history, then I struggle to scream collusion as loud as maybe some others. I'm not screaming it at all. Yeah. And, and given the way it has to be financed, Tommy, which you know more about than I do, given the way it has to be structured and the money and escrow and all that, shit, there's a lot of owners who can't pony up for that. I didn't think, I wasn't sure if I heard that right <laughs> you or did. not. did. I don't think I've yeah. ever heard Mike swear, to <laughs> be mean, honest yeah, with you. Oh, no, did I do yeah, that? Yeah, but that's did. okay. We got yeah. it. We got it. I caught did it. Did I do that? I didn't even save that for... I didn't say that for Arlington Heights. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that's, that's a good point. I don't even think I've heard you say that when we sit oh. down and have dinner sometimes. Oh, no, yes, really? he does. Yeah, he's a sailor. Yeah, yeah okay. he's a sailor. Yeah, my dinner vocabulary. I apologize. i got to put money that's in totally the cool. tax no, vocabulary. I'm trying to present it Really, Really wow. quick, how about a shout-out for St. Ignatius? Hey! Going down state for the second year in a row, baby. When is that game against Simeon? Don't we play Simeon tomorrow. next? I think it's tomorrow. And this Peggy is hard for me. Yeah, I think. This is hard for me because, so when I was a kid, and you never played indoors. You just never played indoors. Christmas Day, snow, you played outdoors. You played on the, on the asphalt. Well, when I got to be about 14 or 15, the coaches at Simeon would have pity on us, and they would let us come in. And so my pickup games, once I got to be a certain age, these, I'm talking about these people are people who coach Derrick Rose, too, a whole lot of years later. Because Derrick asked me about it once. And I grew up going into that gym, knowing those men and women who let us come in and have a warm place to play. It is not just a soft spot for Simeon High School, man. I, I love Simeon High School. I can see Simeon High School out of the window of my home. So for me to now be in this position, and you know I'm rooting for my guys. You know I'm rooting for Ignatius. And uh, I rooted for him the other night in that game. I saw the end of that game on Marquee Sports. Who was it against? Crystal Lake or somebody? I don't know. Um, I'm just, I'm so excited that we, how about this? St. Ignatius has now gotten to the state semis in Football and boys basketball. Pretty solid. Amazing. Yep. And your Northwestern Wildcats are going to the dance. Yeah, and I'm hoping I can be cleared to travel to get there. I know I can't get to 
the game tomorrow. Who are we playing? Has it been determined whether we're playing Penn State or Illinois? That I don't know. Will that be determined by whoever wins that game tonight? You are correct. I'm being told yeah. by Tyler Aki, our producer, that that is correct. You are correct. By the way, okay, uh, so I can't get to that. Peggy Kaczynski tells me uh, Ignatius tomorrow at 10 a.m. WCIU, and it will be live streamed as well for you uh, to to check it out. Well, Bon. Yeah, but I, I needed to be on Marquee Sports. It was so great to see us in the classic white uniform with the maroon lettering and um, Megan McEwen, uh, Joe McEwen's daughter, the coach, head coach at Northwestern Women's Basketball. His daughter was on the call. I'm sorry, I don't remember the play-by-play person's name. Megan does a lot of sports and has been someone I'd like to think I mentored to some degree. I love her to death. And um, I want to see, I, I, I guess if it's on WCIU, it's not going to be I can't live stream. Yes, you can. We'll send you that. the link. No, I don't. Well, we'll send you the link. I don't have. I don't have Matthew here. I don't know how to do that. Well, if someone want Peggy will get me the link. I will send it to you. And you know what you do? You click on the link and you watch. Like so online, walk you through it. I'll I'll try it. I want to do it. Um, this is so exciting. I mean, for Northwestern. <laughs> listen, I went to Northwestern when. We had that, you know, we were 0-1. I think we were 3-31-1 and 1, <laughs> or 3-33-1 and 1 when I was at Northwestern playing, you know, when football. We lost our first game to Joe Montana, I think, 49 nothing. We can look it up. You mean that and great so athlete, the, Joe Montana? Yeah. Yeah. He's good at yeah. pickup basketball. That's the tenor that was set. And coming out of high school, it, we, weren't, we weren't that bad. We had my man Jeffrey Carter, my classmate who lives here in Scottsdale was a good player. And we had Art Aaron. We had some guys going to play Division One ball. Um, but to, to, to get to this length with Ignatius and Northwestern is just, I don't know how to behave. I, I can't wait to watch these games. I guess I'll even wind up streaking something in the morning. Yeah, We'll, we'll, we'll try to make it work for you. Michael, great all stuff. Right. All the best. Good luck Thanks, in these Mike. tournaments. All right? All right, you guys. Thank you. Appreciate it. There you go, Michael Wilbon. Usually Swearing Wednesday. like a sailor. He is. He joined us on the Car X Tire Not and really. Auto Hotline. Yeah. <laughs> you I'm like, did I hear that yeah. right? It was I like, just looked at you and said, like, <laughs> I could have hit the dump button. I, guess. <laughs> right I don't know if my you. dump button works. I you heard it and I was like, the, I wasn't sure. I was I, like, does my dump button work? I thought I had to be wrong. For him to be the one swearing. Like, did I hear yeah. that right? Are my ears Oh, working? he swears a ton, just not on the air. Yeah, right. he's sad. The consummate because, professional. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, we've got some trivia to give away tickets for the uh, 25-year anniversary of ESPN 1000 uh, coming up. And uh, we'll take your calls. We haven't taken a lot of calls. Let's do that. If you have uh, anything you want to talk to us about, load up the phone lines right now at 312-332-3776. I know Waddle wants to say something about the Lamar conversation we had yesterday. Um, you still want to do that? Yeah, yeah. I think people okay, are crazy. Good. good. Okay, good. We'll get to all that coming up next. Guys, we love Connie's Frozen Pizza. It's the official Frozen Pizza, the Waddle and Sylvie show. And you can experience real pizzeria quality without paying pizzeria prices. Connie's Frozen Pizza always delivers because they're made with only premium ingredients. Whether you're craving their cornmeal dusted thin crust 
or their new crispy yet fluffy pizzeria-style crust, Connie's comes with a variety of delicious toppings you'll love. So forget delivery, just pop into Connie's and savor their authentic pizzeria flavor at home. Find them at your local Jewel Osco, Mariano's, or Meyer today. Connie's Frozen Pizza, born in Chicago, enjoyed everywhere. Waddle and Sylvie are back. Are back. Follow the show on Twitter at Waddle and Sylvie and at T Waddle 87. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Big anniversary party at the House of Blues. Danny Zetterman secured a couple of extra tickets. Not only for giveaway, but uh, over the sellout limit. Um, so you can still buy your tickets at LiveNation.com and then search ESPN Chicago. We did it. We did sell it out. But uh, we were able to convince our House of Blues to release a few extra tickets so more fans can get in. So for just the uh, inexpensive price, 25 bucks, you can celebrate with us. It is two weeks from Friday, tomorrow, two weeks from tomorrow, already here at the end of the week. So um, buy them. We're going to have a great time. The, uh, the guest list of people scheduled to attend it's is long and distinguished. We talked a lot about the Mac Yurko and Harry reunion uh, today on Crosstalk Unhinged. Yeah. Download that today. You can hear Yurko discuss that show and the history of that show. So it'll be great to see that show together. Carmen will sort of back off and let those three do their thing. Uh, years later, it will ha- happen on the Carmen and Yurko show. Uh, Robbie Gold will be there. Uh, Jay Cutler. Uh, will Bond will be there, probably swearing on and off the air. Sarah Spain will be there. Yep. Shay and, and Jordan will be there. Mark Jean Greco. We're scheduled to go out to uh, dinner with Gene Greco the night before as well. That is correct. So a little pre-anniversary uh, festivities. So, yes, a lot, of, a lot of people scheduled to attend. We want you to be there as well. Again, go to LiveNation.com and you can purchase your tickets by uh, searching ESPN Chicago. Right now, we'll give away two. And we're giving away a, a, a pair of tickets each and every day on each show. And here is today's question at 312-332-3776. Car 10 gets first crack. Carmen DeFalco once got in a beef with a former bear on the air. Which former bear called Carmen DeFalco a clown? (laughs) It wasn't like Bryce Harper saying that's a clown question, Question, bro. No. No. This former bear said you're a clown, bro. Called him a clown. A clown called Carmen a clown. We'll tell the story after we get the correct car. I think this is an easier one than, than yesterday's. Yeah. yeah. 312-332-3776. Caller 10 gets first guess. So uh, light them up right now. Light them up. What do you want to say about the Lamar Jackson-Justin Fields conversation we had yesterday based on the article on ESPN.com? Part of me... Is surprised. I think that I, that's how I presented it. Mine. Can you believe how people responded to it? But then I said, catch myself and say, of course I can believe it because it's social media. And quite frankly, most people probably didn't download the show to hear what we had to say and basically made some sort of social media response on just 
what was listed on the clip. Yeah, well, give everyone a background on Well, on the, you came the, to us yesterday and said, hey, listen, because I didn't read the Barnwell article. There was a Bill Barnwell article, and Bill's a great, you know, writer for, for ESPN, very lengthy writer, and created a list of what was it, the best places for... Top 15 top, landing spots for Lamar for Jackson. For Lamar Jackson. He had the Bears at number eight. And it's a very... I would say outlandish because I don't want to be critical of the article because he put some deep thought into it, but it's it's kind of an unlikely scenario. Unlikely, and it was an overpay for the Bears on the trade, in my opinion. Right. So and I'm like... So I, you came up with a hypothetical in, in our show meeting yesterday and said, hey, listen, if you could just basically trade these guys one for one. So we're not giving up the number one overall selection. You just swapping guys, but with him, with Lamar comes the contract, a guaranteed contract, one for one, one right. for one. But the contract would be—it's it's a food yes. for thought discussion. It was just one of these. This is what we do. This is what we do. This is the offseason. The NFL. The NFL is king. The Bears have the number one overall selection. We've got the most cap space. There's a quarterback carousel that's spinning right now. People have an appetite for wanting to talk about this. So you just asked the question: If you could just swap guys right now, what would you do? That was the essence of it. We had a nice conversation. And I think if you listen to the clip that was posted on Twitter, you'll hear that both of us came to the same conclusion. It's interesting, but I wouldn't do it. But some of the responses, just and again, I said, can you believe some of the... And then I go, yeah, of course, I can believe some of the responses. Like, my favorite was the one where the the guy says, not the, the one that you responded to, but was the guy that said, this is why I don't listen to sports talk radio anymore. It's a waste of my time. What's more of a waste of your time? Responding to a tweet? Like, if you don't have any time to listen to this discussion about what you call a nonsensical issue, you do have time to send us a tweet to say that you don't have time to listen to Sports Talk Radio because of this? Like, it just, people are weird. This is just a conversation about if you could switch quarterbacks and everyone's like, people getting pissed at each other. People getting nasty with one another. Oh, the bandwagon keepers, too. I was told by a few people that Sylvie is not allowed back on the Justin Field bandwagon My for some reason. God, if you want to invest your energy into sending a, a tweet or a text, fine, have at it. I would just give you a little friendly reminder. Try to gather as much context as humanly possible before you burp up that, that nasty thought. Or don't. It's just a bit of advice. Well, you can do wanna, whatever you want. People want to hum. Whatever you want. People want to, you know this, people want to hum. I believe this is, again, it's, it's Bears fandom. If the tables were turned and Lamar was our quarterback. And the hypothetical and, and, and was. Justin was yeah. theirs. Yes. And I would have offered the same discussion point. Would you sure. trade our Lamar Jackson for their Justin Fields? We would have gotten the same reaction. I think people know you guys are crazy. I think it's simply because he's ours and this is a Bears thing. Like, I, again, Lamar's the more accomplished, better quarterback. Yes. I get the cost control stuff of all of, of that. Like, like that, that's what makes it interesting. I also believe, as many people pointed out in the clip, the Ravens would probably hang up the phone of the course. second you propose this deal. Yes. And that probably, that statement there probably offends the Bears fans who want to dig their heels in and, and get defensive about what the situation currently is right now. It's just silly. Like, I mean, I, th- I just was reading. I didn't respond to any of them. I've actually shown some, some self-control over the course of time. Yeah. Um, but, like, people are 
people are whacked about football questions. Well, look, a lot of people got mad at Lewis Riddick when Lewis Riddick said the Bears may have the worst team in the NFL. Remember they finished, that? They finished with Remember the number one overall Remember all the people like, went oh, after Lewis Riddick listen, in I, the preseason? Listen, I took the, bait. All the Bears fans? I took the bait back in May when I tried to say that, you know, this team wasn't going to be as good because their roster was intentionally... You remember the angry of callers? Of course. I remember in- interacting with people. It's like, guys, it'd be, like if you want it, I get it. You're passionate about it, but maybe for context, <laughs> listen to the clip or actually do a little... It's crazy. People are crazy. Yeah, there's People are crazy these days. Crazy. And everything, yeah. Including me. Including you. Yeah, we're all crazy. We're all crazy. Ways. We're all crazy. Um, do we have the correct... Did we get someone with the correct answer? Yeah, Shauna on line, on line nine. Shauna on, uh, in Uptown. You're on ESPN 1000. What's up? Hey. Hey. What is... Uh, wh- who called uh, Carmen DeFalco a clown? Brandon Marshall. Do, were you listening when this happened? Uh, yes, and it was so cringy. Oh, my God. Yes, I remember this. He was filling in for Jay Cutler. Yes. And do you remember how it went down? Uh, like, uh, no, but didn't someone, didn't he, did someone hang up on someone, or did that not happen after? You're going to have to, like, remind me of what <laughs> transpired yeah, as well. like, it was a while ago. This is the way I remember it. Shauna, thank you. And will we see you at the uh, anniversary party? You win two tickets. Yes, I'll be there. Awesome. Nice. All right, hold on. We'll get your information. We appreciate you listening. Thank you. Hold on. Well, I'll tell you the story next, all right, because I remember it. And it was cringy. Maybe not as cringy as 4 o'clock today, but it was cringy. And the way that it happened was almost happenstance. Like, it wasn't... They were not supposed to talk to each other that day. But but it was a weird circumstance on the way it happened. I'll explain all of that coming up next. What's up? It's Tyler Aki. This March, take your first shot at College Hoops with FanDuel Sportsbook and get 10 times your first bet amount in bonus bets, up to $200. That's right, just 20 bucks on the bracket and you'll land 200 in bonus bets, win or lose. That's 200 you can spend betting everything from the money line to point spreads to that 5 versus 12 seed matchup that you've been eyeing. All on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. There's no better place to bet the tournament than FanDuel Sportsbook, so sign up today by going to FanDuel.com slash Tyler and make every moment more with FanDuel all tournament long. You must be 21 and older and present in Illinois. First online real money wager only. $10 deposit required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See full terms at FanDuel.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, guys. Let me tell you about my great friends over at Window Nation. Right now, they got a great promotion going on, and you could beat their springtime rush which is their busiest season, by the way. Love my new windows from Window Nation. I called them at 866-90-NATION. It's a number you should call them, too, 866-90-NATION. Buy two windows, get two free with no limit. Buy four, get four free. Buy eight, get eight free. The more you buy, the more you're going to save. This is the home improvement project that is going to put money back into your pocket. With the savings you're going to get on that promotion, and the savings you're going to get on your energy bill. It's right with uh, energy costs skyrocketing. Now with these energy-efficient windows, you're going to see savings on your energy bill. So you're going to save money there. Plus, you're not going to have any payments for two full years. 
no down payments, no interest for two full years, no payments of any kind. They're here to make it work for you. My guy, Alan Favada, is going to tell you what you need, what you don't need. He's not going to upsell you, and he's going to tell you exactly why you need it, and you're going to love the way they look. Call Window Nation today, 866-90-NATION. They're the true experts, 866-90-NATION, or check them out online at windownation.com. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Waddle and Sylvie are back on Chicago's Home for Sports, ESPN Chicago. Here's the way I remember the um, Brandon Marshall story. We're at 115 Bourbon Street, another memorable show at 115 Bourbon Street. We had many there. That's where Jay was when Lovey got fired. And we got that like a nearly standing ovation when Jay had to leave. Guys, I gotta go. And then he didn't everyone, panic. He was very calm. He just kind of looked around, looked at his phone and said, guys, I gotta go. Well, and the, the inside story was we knew. Yes. Is we knew. He told us yeah. that he was fired and that he was just waiting for the official word right. before he could sort of announce it. Um, and I'm trying to think. And then there was a Chris. And we were reminiscing about the clown story because Chris Black came down yesterday for um, Crosstalk. And they were on earlier today, 10 to noon. You can get their, um, their podcast on the Black and Abdallah page. Tyler's coming up here shortly. But um, they were reminiscing about when you had the stomach virus. Yes. And coming you, back from Los Angeles. And we, you were supposed to do the show with Cuddy, and you're like, not going to make it no, today. No, I came out of O'Hare, went south, and turned around in about five minutes and was like, this isn't going to work. Went home, pooped and puked for three days and lost 10 pounds. That was another Cutler show at the 115 Bourbon Street. Um, at the 115 Bourbon Street sounded so old there. And then, the 115 uh, Bourbon yeah. Street. Yeah. And uh, you got to be home by midnight, kids. Uh, and then this one was uh, Brandon Marshall was filling in for Cuddy, as the caller said. He showed up early, and Carmen and Yurko were on the air. So this was before he was scheduled to join us. Mm-hmm. And Carmen was saying something about Brandon Marshall. It was like ripping him. It was like in the middle of the controversy with Brandon Marshall. And Brandon Marshall heard Carmen talking about him. I think it was during crosstalk almost, or right before crosstalk. You and I were about to crosstalk well before we're talking to Marshall. And Marshall then put on the headsets and sort of barged in on the conversation. Carmen had no idea that Brandon Marshall was in the bar while this was going on. And, And Marshall picked up the headsets, picked up the microphone, and then started going in on Carmen. Yeah. Challenged him to a boxing match. Which makes no sense. But, okay. And then called him a clown. A clown. Yeah. Now, do you, does that make sense? Do you remember that now? Somewhat. Does of, it refresh yeah, your memory? Bit, like, a little bit. A little it was bit. Like, like, Carmen, I don't think, would have been... Talking about if he knew, like, Brandon was in listening distance. And he may have worded his presentation a little differently. differently. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I can understand that. 
had some moments. Was this? It was it around the time when Brandon was like handing out the stuff at the facility. Remember, wasn't there a controversy and Brandon was handing out like he was in a legal battle and he was handing out like papers. Do you remember this God. to all the reporters? I don't remember that either. So, I need to go see somebody about my memory. Well, no, but the two years that Brandon was here was full of events. Yeah. It was one thing after another. Especially it was that only second two years. Year. I want to say it was two. Google that. Well, I knew he had Test like he had a 1,500-yard season. Brandon Marshall. Sharfie just texted me, too, and he says, clown, yes, and then he called him a dope. Did he call him a dope? He was in Chicago for three seasons. It was three. Oh, three so seasons. he was here three. Okay. 2012, 2013, and 2014. And okay. in those years, Brandon had 1,508 yards, 1,295 yards, and then 721 yeah, yards. Yeah, you last, uh, yeah. So he it was three 30, years. Okay. 31 touchdowns he, in three years. He here. was so damn good. Yeah. He's one of those guys that could have been a first ballot Hall of Famer if, if all the off-field and locker room stuff didn't get in the way. Yeah, uh, Craig and Oakbrook remember some of the stuff. Craig, what, what more of the context could you add to the conversation? Um, I believe that Carmen was kind of questioning the Bears being scared of Brandon Marshall and kind of caving to his every need. And uh, that's when he jumped on and was like, you're a clown, Carmen. Let's let's fight. But it was something that's the let's fact that the fight. bear Carmen was like the bears are scared of Brandon Marshall. They are scared of him up in Lake Forest. So that's what I remember. But I just remember laughing. I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, that's that's a good memory, Craig. That's very good. Good stuff. Thanks for calling. Wouldn't, right, it, have been, care, guys. wouldn't it have been funny? That's probably back in the day too when Carmen was a little bit had more of a what do you call it a, a hair trigger? You know, quick. You know, was quick, quick to get angry or angrier. He's a little more mellow now. What if he would have taken him up on it? I All think, right, you want to fight? Let's fight. I think he sort of said we could do it for charity or something. I don't know if he said no. I forget. Should ask. I don't Craig think. That. I don't think. I don't think Carm wanted. I, I don't think anybody should want no, to do that. I mean, Brandon Marshall is strong as hell. Yeah, six foot four or five and two hundred and thirty pounds. And wasn't that Brandon's thing too? Like he was challenging guys to fights or like boxing matches, like celebrity boxing matches. I'm glad charity he's boxing not doing matches that now. By the way, I just see a, a tweet from Woj from just a bit a minute or so ago. It says now, Kevin uh, Durant le- uh, left ankle expected to miss two to three weeks. Oh, that would be so. Good. Maybe it's not going to be as bad. Two to three weeks is what he's going. Shams to miss. also reporting that uh, he's going to be reevaluated in two weeks. Okay, so well then there you know it's Shams and and Woj going to have a little little source little off source off. I want to see. I want to see Kevin Durant see play in play. the postseason. Yeah. that's all I want. West, yeah, the playoffs should be great. Yeah, and then the, the, what Will Bond said. If you missed what Will Bond said at five, Will Bond said what he's hearing is that Ja will not be back anytime soon. What did he say? That he didn't think he'd be back for the playoffs. No, right? he'll be back for the playoffs. That's what Mike said. Listen, I, this I mean, is a well-connected man too in the NBA. I think that team kind of it's not a you know it's it's not a direct line between the two points. But the way that team responds to adversity or has this year has shown a total lack of maturity in a lot of spots where when things don't go their way the first thing they want to do is fight. Like here. Yes. Uh, I don't I don't know if it's the first thing. It's top 5. But 
But yeah, I mean that's what they do when things go south. That the the Memphis Grizzlies want to fight. Going to lose a game, down ten in the fourth quarter. Let's fight. I think you can connect the the dots there a little bit. The lack of maturity. Yeah. There's good stuff today on the podcast. If you missed it, Jeff Van Gundy was awesome talking some football. Talking football. With yeah, us. we talked some uh, basketball as well. Jesse Rogers, Michael Wilbon, thank you to them. Great stuff from Tyler Aki today. Charlie Bevins filled in. Charlie got Charlie's a- under his desk. No, he's there. I see. Charlie, did you get more than you bargained for today? Nah, nah. Charlie's all right. Charlie's a couple breaks right. ago, Charlie's just like, I forgot I had this egg in my pocket. Yeah, I just. I'm sitting over there, and Charlie's just playing with his egg. He goes, hey, you want a hard-boiled egg? And I uh, held it. It was like, man, this thing's hot. He goes, yeah, because it's been in my pocket for three hours. And then we've got the new thing with the uh, the whipped cream. we got to put that in the refrigerator. Anytime someone says Ryan Pace instead of Ryan Poles on accident, you get Pace face, and you get a pie in the face. Yeah. So that will be fun going forward. It's better than being shocked, I guess. Tyler Aki coming up next for Waddle I'm Sylvie. It's ESPN 1000. Have yourself a great Thursday night.